and welcome to the 27th episode of the FXN Final Fantasy Podcast. FXN! FXN! I'm your host, Kyle Winan, and I'm here with podcast co-host, Jamie Kortz. Hey! FXN Administrator, David Turner. Hey! Hey! Enthusiasm. And Gaming Union Editor-in-Chief, Daryl. Hey! See, that's more enthusiastic. Yeah. If is it, you know, yeah, just yeah, speak with a with a Canadian yeah, accent. Gonna, this whole yeah, podcast, yeah, it's all Canadians here. Sure, Canadian. Yeah, there you go. Sure, I'm hey. Canadian. Yeah, I'm a Canadian. <laughs> all right, so <laughs> once again, Daryl's in the same room as us with Jamie and I here, and unfortunately, Lauren couldn't make the show. She's away for some family time. Uh, for this episode, it's our FXN discussion episode, and we will be discussing Final Fantasy XIII's announced release date in Japan. Yay! Oh, finally, finally, <laughs> yeah. Time they they took as long as possible to release the, to announce the release date, so there couldn't be any delays. Yeah, they're just like holding up. Yeah. <laughs> so we got we have that, and then we have our question segment, questions from the FXN forums and the Gaming Union forums, and then lastly we have our FF music segment and outro. And just to remind everybody, this podcast is produced by Gaming Union. We're bi-weekly, coming out on Mondays. We come out on iTunes, GamingUnion.net, and David? FF-XIII.net. That wasn't as enthusiastic as usual. <laughs> What's up, David? Well, I'm uh, kind of half asleep right now. Uh, uh, okay. Some site and show updates real quick. Kingdom Hearts Union is going fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Kingdom Hearts Union, we just released our latest episode, which was a special episode. We interviewed... Uh, voice actor Richard Epcar. He's on the show. He's the voice of Ansem in Kingdom Hearts 2, Kingdom Hearts Rechain of Memories, and Kingdom Hearts 358 over two days. And we ask him all about those games and the Birth by Sleep and all sorts of fun stuff. And so it check it out. Sweet. Yeah. In conjunction with KHinsider.com. Went very well. And also, a, we have a Disgaea competition going. You want to you wanna beef up that one, Daryl? Sure. Um, so last week, we had the Disgaea competition. Now we've got the Disgaea competition, which is in conjunction with Nice America. And it's a pretty simple concept. Colin, our artist, uh, drew up a comic strip which has six cells and there are blank uh, speech bubbles in each of the boxes. And all you have to do is download it, fill in the boxes and send over what you want to say in there. Yeah, the comic is basically uh, Etna from Disgaea. Um, hopefully everybody knows Disgaea. If not, check it out anyway. It's awesome. in there as well. Yeah, uh, Disgaea and or, uh, Etna and Prinny and they're back and forth and Prinny ends up blowing up. But yeah, just fill in your own dialogue and make it funny, and the funniest one will win. And the top five will be shown on GamingUnion.net. And, and uh, the prizes are, uh, if, if you win the competition, you'll get a copy of uh, Discard 2 Dark Hero Days for the PSP. you also get a signed copy of Phantom Brave for the Wii. And there are some clear files available for Discard 2 and Phantom Brave, which are also signed by the producer of Discard. Yeah, clear files just uh, for people who have no idea what they are, including me. Uh, formerly. Uh, they're like clear folders with art on them, and they're only from Japan. They are they were brought over from Japan, um, and they're signed, and they're awesome. And just so you know, this competition is fully endorsed by Nice America. They are giving us the prizes, and they're doing this in conjunction with us and promoting it. And uh, you'll see it on the PlayStation blog next week, too. And there's also a second-place prize as well, which is more, more clear More files. clear files, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I believe that's it for site and show updates. FXN discussion? Yeah. Let's, let's rock. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, okay. Final <laughs> Fantasy XIII's release date. It's been announced in Japan. Really? Yeah. The Square Enix premiere party. I think it was last week or something. I don't believe it. There, there was lots of other news there, but we'll get to that in our next episode, But uh, since this is our discussion episode. But the pr- release date has been confirmed and announced by Square Enix as December 17th in Japan. 
Sorry, I was yeah, yawning. Jamie's Jay, just yawning. He's yeah. so excited about the news. <laughs> so, yeah, December in Japan because it's only PS3 there and we have to wait for the port to come yeah. to us. I didn't think this day would come. We actually have a date. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I don't, I don't, It's kind of surreal. I don't really believe it. Yeah. <laughs> just in time for the up to Christmas again. Yeah. And now you have to avoid They've every done form it on purpose online. Because silly when, I, when I interviewed uh, the Disgaea guys, Disgaea, uh, Dissidia guys, uh, they were basically saying how their sales just were completely through the roof because they released it around Christmas. It was like the perfect time for them. So I'm guessing that that's what they're hoping will happen again. Yeah. But uh, Dragon Quest Nine sold just fine. It's on the DS. Yeah, there's, a few, there's a few like 70 million more of those consoles out there. That's, yeah. that's quite true. That's quite true. <laughs> yeah, uh, Katase said he hopes for a short amount of time until the North American release. But as you just said, Jamie, it, we have to... Uh, uh, it's like five to six we'll months. To, yeah, hold off on that I know, until I think, the port's I think it's, finished. I think they've said it's going to be coming around April, May. Yeah. In North America. Hopefully, well, they said the uh, the port of the, uh, the 360 version of Final Fantasy thirteen is like 70% complete, something like that. Yeah. Didn't they say Final Fantasy thirteen for PS3 was like 90% complete like a year ago? No, they said that like a month ago. <laughs> it feels like a year. Or less. <laughs> it feels like a year. All right. Um, what, what do you guys think it'll actually land on? Since it's confirmed, it's going to be December 17th in Japan. That's when it's coming out. Yeah. I, I think they've kept it as close as they can. Yeah. To the actual release date. I don't think so they'll have any reason have any to problems. delay it. So when do you think we'll see Final Fantasy 13 in North America? Probably around April. Well, they said spring, so sometime yeah. in spring. How far? What was the closest one recently? It's usually around, uh, I think, three to four months between Japan and North America. Well, the city was like six or eight, wasn't it? You said it came out before Christmas in Japan? Yeah, it came out 25th. And then December. it came out in August here. But they might have been because of the European thing. Yeah, they won't oh, do it at the same time. You think they delayed it? Well, because they're doing Final Fantasy 13 roughly around the same time in Europe as well. Right. So, because usually it's kind of subsidized so that Europe gets the short end of the stick. <laughs> yeah. So they just kind of bumped it together. <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean, Europe is like bigger than North America now for the PS3. Yeah. On our uh, the episode of Kingdom Hearts Union we just did with Richard Epcar. Uh, I, we asked him when he recorded for uh, Kingdom Hearts uh, 358 over two days. He said it was actually a couple months ago, and so it's already done. But wait, was oh wait, no, Final Fantasy Thirteen's English voice acting is done now too, isn't it? Yeah, I think um, so. Yeah, I think they said that they're either like done or they're almost done. Hmm. It's getting, and that was like a month ago. So really, all they have to do is the text. Yeah, and then porting it to the three hundred and sixty. That's probably what's going to take the most time. Hmm. Because they've also said that there's going to be no foreign languages in there, haven't they? It's going to yeah. be English and Japanese only. Makes me hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me hopeful. What are they, they going to yeah. do about um, Canada? Canada? The whole French thing. We never have games split French unless they're made by Ubisoft. Oh. <laughs> That's true. The only French stuff would be in like the little handbook at the beginning or whatever. Yeah, pretty much. So they pack like two books in and your yeah. game case is super thick. Yeah, and that's about it. Yeah. Um, the other thing is uh, in Japan, it's being announced as 8,800 yen. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, that's pretty steep. Yeah, what's that? About 100 US dollars, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, just about. Which uh, would be interesting if they decided to pull that over here. <laughs> because I don't think people will be too receptive of that. No. Yeah, they're trying to pull an Activision. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's another reason why they're releasing it at Christmas as well, because it's kind of, it's going to be more expensive, so less people would probably have bought it, but now more people will buy it because of when they're releasing it. Careful balance between price and demand yeah. in Christmas season. It will definitely be interesting to see when it sells, because Final Fantasy games in Japan have been selling less and less every single time. 
Oh, now really? they're jacking up the price yeah. on a console that hasn't sold through as much. It's usually um, the first game on a new console sells the most of that generation, but every single iteration sells less. So like Final Fantasy X sold less than Final Fantasy VII, and like Final Fantasy XII mm, was I the see. lowest selling one of all I think they've ever sold. So and that sold around two million I think in Japan. Right. Mm-hmm. So if it sells more than that, it will have done well. It should be interesting to see how the uh, PS3 price cut factors in, since uh, I think last week they sold like. 150,000. 150,000 and made up like 50 or 60% of the sales of all consoles for that week. It'll be, it'll be interesting to get the drop off, like how many they sell next week. Yeah, yeah. It'll probably be like 60 or 70,000. Because that, that week wasn't all uh, this slim. Like it, it counted a little bit in August, I think like one or two days. And you've also got to consider that uh, the price of the game is about one third the cost of the system that you're playing it on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which but, is um, insane. It'll be interesting to see how the bundle affects it because there's also a PS3 bundle. Yeah, with, I was going to uh, say that, that'll be a big thing. Like if that's a much more reasonable price, I don't think we have a price for that yet, but... <laughs> Four hundred, <laughs> yeah, four hundred. <laughs> yeah, it's just had a press uh, copy. We're gonna add a extra hundred dollars. Uh, financial investment of five hundred ninety-nine dollars. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if I can't see them doing that quite as expensive over in the West, yeah, no, because that just, would never go over. Yeah. Nobody would. I mean, buy people it. are already annoyed enough as it is about the game. Yeah, they don't need any more reasons. Yeah, I don't want to pay like eighty-nine dollars for this, especially game. for a substandard game. Indeed, yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't, <laughs> I can't imagine seeing a price tag of $89 or even $79 on a regular copy of a game. That's how much we pay already. That's what you pay. Yeah. That's not what I pay. In Canada, this country. You're cheap. <laughs> this country. We pay about $70 for a lot of games right now. About $69.99, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, we're getting milked from Activision and EA are doing it. Although EA hasn't been too bad. It's mainly their sports games. I remember back in the day, um, I don't know if the, this is just like one store that did this, but like Final Fantasy VIII, I remember seeing for like $120 or something like you know, that. I they, think did, they did special edition of Final Fantasy VIII, though. I was going to say, because I, I don't remember that far back, but I remember my older brother complaining that Final Fantasy VIII was so expensive when he bought it, but I cannot remember the price, and I have no idea what I, was attached When I to bought that. it, I don't think when it initially came out, you could actually buy the normal version, because mine came in like a huge box, and I got like a t-shirt and like this huge guidebook and stuff in there as right. well yeah i don't know if that was maybe just a canadian dollar was doing really bad at that time oh, yeah. i remember it was like in this uh 60 cents to, to the u.s dollar oh yeah yeah for so a long time it was like 63 cents it, for like uh, a little bit yeah i don't think they'll go over 69 dollars in north america they better but, not uh, check... do 69 yeah well just... we can ask them Ooh. Hey, there, there, there you go yeah exclusive um, access yeah because uh i was checking the average price of japanese games Japanese PS3 games on Amazon before the show, and they kind of hover around like 6,700 yen, which is so like 2,000 yen more. Right? Yeah, like pretty much. For yeah, like the special edition of Ninja Gaiden 2 is the same price as the regular edition of Final Fantasy 13. Let's see. Crazy. Uh, one last thing uh, about this. Uh, I was thinking before the show, uh, you think we'll see any added content to the Western release? Uh, probably not. There's not enough time for them to do anything, really. Uh, that's true. Hmm. But this, oh. I don't know about that. Dissidia had has extra stuff. Yeah, but that had like nine months. <laughs> yeah, and that was because um, all their focus tests in the West just said they didn't like it. <laughs> and some games stripped from Final Fantasy too. Well, I can't see them. Like, uh, I can't see them. They're just Cerberus. They took yeah. the multiplayer. Generally, generally they only add things in. They also when added there's some a long stuff delay. In, like the, yeah. the North American versions never usually have much added in, but the European stuff does because the european uh version is usually the international version which is just like the extended version in yeah Japan. but i can't see them skipping doing that because well the international version skip- usually takes about a year to come out 
Oh. If they're going to be all really next to each other, why would they? They would basically be like, oh, here's Japan, all right? You've got oh, yeah. Final Fantasy 13, and then three months later, how is you got Final Fantasy 13 International? Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Yeah. I guarantee they'll still do that. It's just when well, yeah, because now they're in. they're releasing Dissidia International Un- Unlimited, I think it is. Yeah. Oh wow. Which is the Western version in Japan? All right. Mm-hmm. Any more thoughts on the uh, release date? No. No. <laughs> no. That's it. We're done. <laughs> I'm glad they. I'm glad it's. I'm glad it's inside 2009. Well, for Japan. For Japan. You know what I mean. They weren't lying when they said it was going to be 2009. Yeah. <laughs> Except surprise. the very end of it. Yeah, yeah. like two weeks and away. And not for us. It still counts. I'm, I'm seriously surprised it's taken this long. Was it like been five years? Well, let's see. It was announced in 2006, right? But they already announced that they're already developing for the PS2. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they would start on PS2 or initial plans. It's a long development cycle. Yeah. And the fact that now like... Lowering the quality doesn't really say yeah. much for their development team. Yeah. Lovely. <laughs> All righty then. Question segment. These questions are from Gaming Union and FXN. David, you want to kick it off? Okay. First question is from Zipper. What do you think about the new PS3 Slim? Do you like it? Do you disapprove of Sony removing the backwards compatibility altogether? Well, they I did the backwards yeah, compatibility a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, it hasn't been in there since like six months after release. <laughs> and actually, I think right yeah. now they're doing something kind of better. They're uh, releasing old PS2 games on Blu-ray disc now. Uh, really? Oh, yeah. Like that's they're doing great. that with God of War and uh, there's Although they all, it, about... It's not just the same game. They are, they have like redone them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like they're, they're rendering them in 60 frames per second, 720p. Yeah, so yeah. it'll look Is like any... probably like a, a launch and, and PS3 just game. to stress, they are only doing it because everyone asked them to do it. Yeah. They're not just doing it to try and exploit everyone is mm-hmm. like people wanted it um yeah. is that just god of war yeah i think that's uh, right now it is but other companies have expressed interest like i think ubisoft was talking about that well obviously like, you know, capcom <laughs> activision ea yeah like, yeah <laughs> let's release raving rabbits on uh yeah. on blu-ray i think capcom was saying that they <laughs> so might consider doing uh, they cry oh well all right. Oh, well, I actually do own a PS3 Slim because uh, miraculously my PlayStation 3 died um, about a, the same day they came out, which is very weird. Yeah. Wow. So, coincidence. Like, censorship <laughs> activate. Yeah. yeah. So, I uh, got a PS3 Slim now. And uh, do I like it? Oh, you do have one? Yeah, I do. It's upstairs. <laughs> do I like it? Yeah. It's a lot. It's smoother. exactly the same. It's- it's it, like the like they've just addressed pretty much most of the issues that people had like the buttons the on and off buttons are actually buttons now they're not just i don't care uh, yeah. they're buttons i press them once they're, they're harder to them. turn on by accident that's true i don't fondle my ps3 randomly not like jamie <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> yeah like i just walked by my ps3 like ha, 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 oh crap I it, it it, there was you know the uh, oh i just got a new console feel when i brought it home but once i opened it and plugged it in and just put in call of duty again i was like oh this is exactly the same and it just sits there so if there's nothing really special about it it's exactly the same it's slimmer it's actually, but it it's quieter in some dimensions yeah yeah i haven't really noticed and it's quieter uses less power it oh does boy. i think they did it a survey that worked out heat. if you had it on for general usage it would save you about ten dollars a year in electricity oh bills. boy oh. <laughs> <Sweet>. look out <laughs> Uh, it's exactly the same basically but it's cheaper so that was the good part but unfortunately i had to buy one because my other one broke so uh, yeah you could be a nigerian millionaire yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think the fact that my other ps3 broke and i had to buy a slim kind of sillies my feelings towards the slim because it's like the system i don't want basically <laughs> i want my old one I back but now it's chopped in half because call of duty was stuck inside yeah we, we took it apart yeah <laughs> there's a blu-ray di- drive in uh in the trash somewhere yeah <laughs> smash my ps3 all right what do you guys think of it it's nice 
yeah. enough. I think the pictures don't really do it justice because um, I don't know they make it look like really big, but then once you it see is. Yeah. it, is <laughs> wow, that's actually pretty it's, small. It's it's uh, it's slimmer, but it's still yeah, still it's like a it's actually deeper. Like, yeah, it it's is deeper than a normal PS3, and it doesn't stand up yeah, right. Yeah, I need a, a freaking kickstand, yeah, which it, you can't buy in Canada yet because it's so thin. Yeah, yeah. So now it takes up more room on my floor. You yeah, put it on your floor. What is wrong with you? It is carpet floor actually. Well, no wonder your other one died. Hey, it stood upright. It was fine. Oh yeah, it was upright. Okay. Anyway, I guess that's okay. Right, ne- then. Next question. Super solid snake. How did you all meet, including other people who have been on the podcast or other podcasts like Gup and KHU? I guess we should start at the beginning real quick. We're on this adult in, chat in the- <laughs> <laughs> Right. We'll we all found each other because you know, we were on that forum and it just said, you know, interest, fall and fancy, and you know, it's, you know nothing seedy. Nothing seedy around here. <laughs> I met Jamie in high school, grade ten, I think, because I moved to London. Yeah. He was already here um met david after going in the advent children forums and then joining his forums ff-13.net i initially met david on advent children.net when we were both super moderators yay well you were a super moderator first i remember you you uh i ran the forum david i was ahead of you yeah (laughs) (laughs) i remember we were talking about um uh the song or some music from final fantasy 9 and we were like uh starting to bash that other adventchildren.net site and then, like, oh, uh, yeah. you, you, like, warned us uh, uh, if we continued, uh, you'd, like, give us some warnings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, All yeah, right, that was uh, awesome. <laughs> and we met Lauren because we invited her on the show as part of Kingdom Hearts Insider with episode four of this podcast. Oh, Colin. Wow. Episode four. Colin, we met on the Epics and Forums. forums. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Alex, high school. Yeah. High school. Um, High school buddy Alex. Who else is there? <laughs> okay. Well, they said gaming Union too, didn't they? Yeah, they said Gup and KG. Oh, okay. Well, I guess we'd be nice to Nelson. How'd you meet Nelson? He was he hasn't been on the podcast, but he's I, one of our I, I've, I've known Nelson uh since secondary school. Oh wow. Yeah. Long time. All right. And go. uh Marina on the KHU podcast. Um she's a fan of the FXN podcast and she just joined the FXN forums. And then met us at Otakon. Uh, so yeah, it is possible to live the dream. You can be a fan and make your all the way yeah. up to the top. Yeah, now she's a co-host <laughs> on the podcast. Imagine that. Yeah. All right. Uh, Fozzie is Lauren's best friend. She's known her for like six years or something. And I think that's the whole staff. I think that's the whole staff. Like, so there's just yeah. one person like, uh, no, we're not missing anybody. Uh, oh, and people who have been on the podcast, Kenley Christofferson. Um, he emailed me one day saying we have an awesome podcast. Who else has been on the show? Uh, I think that's it. All right, you want to take the next question, David? Um, okay. Uh, next question is by Roto. Oh, um, Dragon Quest Nine is the first main game in the series to be initially launched for a handheld system. Since its launch, uh, it has gone on to sell over three and a half million copies. Following the success with a main game and a handheld system on a handheld system, do you think that Square Enix would ever make a main game in the Final Fantasy series for a handheld system? For example, Final Fantasy 15 or 16. I'm going to say no for two reasons. One, the graphics are really important to Final Fantasy, and they don't want to release it on a substandard system like the DS or the Wii. Secondly, Dragon Quest games are developed by an external studio, whereas Final Fantasy games are developed internally, so they have a lot more license about what they can do. Not only that, but install base-wise. Yeah. The um, portable games are usually reserved for the spin-off games that Square Enix just loves. Yeah, and they're generally um, developed by external studios as well. Oh. Well, with Yoichi Wada at the helm of Square Enix, <laughs> Yeah. I can see him just being like, well, let's look happen. at the chart here. DS, Dragon Quest Nine, 
four million sales. How yeah, Final well, Fantasy thirteen two million. The problem hmm. is that you have people like Nomura who are very 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 persuasive, strong willed. <laughs> yeah. Well, I remember Nomura wasn't at all involved in Final Fantasy twelve. So yeah, but like for take take for example versus thirteen. I guess I don't know. Nomura, I don't think has the final say. <laughs> Compared to Yuichi Wada. Yuichi Wada is all business. He doesn't care about video games. He's probably never even played a game. Actually, he, <laughs> he said that he plays Dragon Quest Nine a lot, but uh, huh. that's Dragon Just Quest Nine. Sales. Yeah. Okay, I think it's possible. It better not. I'd be extremely better disappointed. Not. Jamie? Yeah, I don't think it's very possible. Well, I mean, if you think about the fact that people are already annoyed about the fact that it's coming on a 360, if people found out that they're releasing Final Fantasy XV on the DS... <laughs> You can look at what people's opinions are, but then you just got what they're going to look at finally is just the sales. Yeah, but the difference is that, like, something like Dragon Quest, no one in the West cares about it. And yeah. Japanese gamers, like, they love portable games. In the West, like, it's completely different. Final Fantasy sales are more evenly distributed around the world, so they can't necessarily just say, oh, what's it going to sell the most on? Because DS games that, and Wii games that, that aren't Nintendo based don't sell. Mm-hmm. Keep this moving along. This one's from Rain. Is that right, David? Mm, that's how I would say it. Rain, R E I G N. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> how do you guys feel about the scrapped project from Grin? The concept art created so far looked interesting, and I, for one, would have enjoyed seeing the story come to fruition. They had interesting crystals as well as a city in their art that looked like it could all be part of a great story. Daryl, you want to give the background story on this? Well, actually, I'll, I'll let Jamie do it because Jamie's the one that told me. Yeah, so essentially after Grin had gone bankrupt, what happened was that uh, I guess a lot of the people who worked in the art department were applying for different positions and using these art con like this concept art that they had for their the project they were working on before they went bankrupt, uh, which is essentially what is like come to rumor now that is a an action oriented Final Fantasy game that they were working on. Um, but the reason that they weren't getting any funding on it was because Square Enix kind of, they, it was an idea that they were proposing to Square Enix and they weren't getting paid for it until they had like a a set, like concept of the game in in action. So they went bankrupt before anything hit and they couldn't pay staff. Square Enix is to blame for Green Grime bankrupt. Yeah. (laughs) Uh Oh, Bionic Commander was such a gem. (laughs) Yeah. And yeah, just, just answer the question though. Am I dis... What was? What do we think about it? How do you guys feel about the scrap project? From How do Grin? I feel about it? I'm, I'm I don't even know really happy about, about this, it. I'm really happy it got scrapped. Yeah, Grin are not a good developer. Well, they weren't a good developer. They made a couple good titles, but most of that well, stuff the only was, one was 2D Bionic games. Commando Rearmed. Yeah, which like, is was redoing really a game that already existed. Yeah, so I don't know. It. I. I don't think it was going to be too big. Yeah, I, I think it's probably a good thing because Square Enix are trying to get into the Western market now, and they're not exactly picking the best developers to choose. Yeah, to Double do Helix that. for the Front Mission Evolved, and yeah, the last well, game was GI Joe. Yeah, which was one of the worst games of this generation. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> straight out. <laughs> I'm not too worried that it was canceled. Interesting that they're they're branching out more and trying to get more Final Fantasy. Well, actually, no, they do that enough. I don't understand why they need to do that because Final yeah. Fantasy is a very Western-based franchise anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, they, they keep on saying that they want to Westernize Final Fantasy even though, like, it sells, like, well, I don't know, several million copies, like, very quickly. It, it's not more. like it's not selling. <laughs> they want more. They always want more. They yeah, want I know. More. But I mean, like, right. People don't care. People love <laughs> Japanese culture, like, uh, over here. All right, final say. <laughs> Don't care. Yeah, yeah, I don't care because I don't happy. know. I don't know anything happy. about that. It's so. a good thing. Probably. All right, I'm glad to. <laughs> I'm glad. To. Glad by association. <laughs> All right, uh, David. Last question. Okay, uh, Xenohero uh, asks, "What do you think about a new game 
plus a new game plus feature in Final Fantasy 13 and how should SE Square Enix go about doing it uh, as people may remember in Crisis Core they had a new game plus feature what other games have had that Final Fantasy 10 Party and uh, basically it was made the game a lot harder I believe was that it uh, in Final Fantasy 10 Part 2 they just meant you started over again you had everything that you had previously yeah 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 Yeah, you keep your level and everything but you can just keep going but everything is like way harder yeah it's yeah. amped up so it's like a speed run yeah, they've basically. only done it on um, spin-off so far. So I don't know where they do it on a main game. I, yeah, I don't think uh, I'd want it for Final Fantasy 13, but I think it would work well for Final Fantasy Versus 13. I don't know why. It's just like maybe Final Fantasy 13 would be like a cheap way to beat all the final bosses and all that. Yeah, I think it lends itself better to an action-oriented game rather uh-huh. than a strategy or like just like a strategy turn-based. Yeah, because I could see them doing it, but I mean, Final Fantasy is all about like, well, I mean, the besides the main story about like getting your player to the best possible and you can do like a hundred thousand damages yeah, I think the, the main reason they did it in uh final fantasy 10 part 2 is because of the whole percentage like the story percentage completion thing to get different endings so it kind of made it easier to get the percentages right. i think hmm. I, get, I don't think they'll do it because yeah like if they have it where you can uh do like almost like 99,999 damage in uh final fantasy 13 i can't see them having a new game plus just to make that final secret boss like trip it three times harder well i don't know it's it's hard to tell or guess yeah uh, if there is and is a final secret boss <laughs> and rpgs usually don't really need like uh extra difficulty levels because there are many ways to play the game uh like just different challenges that you can do and they're generally not supposed to be that hard yeah if you play them normally they're usually pretty easy i don't know i don't see it happening but it's a it's a possibility yeah all right. Guess that's the end of our questions. Just to remind everybody, you can ask us anything you want, anything but the ones all. about Final Fantasy Gaming, the podcast site and forums are more likely to get on the show. Uh, you can ask questions on ff-xiii.net's uh, forums or the gamingunion.net forums. We have question threads in both of those. And now this is our FF music segment. Um, Jamie, you want to come over to my mic? Okay. <laughs> Here I come. <laughs> <laughs> It's like an assault course. Here comes Jamie around his mic and to my mic. Here you go. Okay. Our music segment this week is from the game Final Fantasy IV. The song, original song, is Tell Us Prophecy. Uh, the remix title is just simply Overture. The remixer slash arranger was Arrow Z. The website is ocremix.org, and it's from the latest album, Echoes of Betrayal, Light of Redemption. And for those uh, non-Canadians out there, uh, you may read it as Arrow Z. (laughs) Yeah, it's Z, straight up. It's Z, yeah. If you notice the emphasis. It's only Americans that say that, David. Oh, okay. All right. The FXN Final Fantasy Podcast is a production of... ff-xiii.net And the Gaming Union Network. We also have a few other podcasts, of course, the Kingdom Hearts podcast of ours called Kingdom Hearts Union, which has Lauren as our host, myself, Marina, and Fozzie, and we just had an episode with Richard Epcar, the voice actor of Ansem. Just Google that. Yeah. It should be number one. Yeah. And we also have the Gaming Union podcast, which has Daryl, myself, Jamie, and Alex, and we also have our newest show, which is called Under Review, which we do uh, usually weekly. We didn't do it last weekend because we were in New York City. Daryl, do you want to tell them about Under Review? We pretty much just uh, go through the reviews that have been posted on the website over the last week. 
Yep, and, and sum them up really quickly. Yep, short, sweet, and sweet. So uh, the next FXN Final Fantasy podcast will actually not be from North America. We'll be recording and releasing it from uh, Japan because we're going to to the Tokyo Game Show in a week. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's in a <laughs> we, week. We ha- well, we, we, we're, yep. going, we're leaving for Japan in a week. Holy. Yep. Are you just uh, going straight from here? Yeah. Oh, I'm, no, Daryl's going back to the UK. I'm flying back to the UK and yeah. then flying to Japan. He's so I'm going to be completely jet lagged. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get to punch him in the face. You don't even know it. <laughs> it's like, Darren, wake up. Uh, you guys are going to be like a day off from here. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. We've got like three or four days to uh, Yeah. So what we're, yeah. what we're planning like is since 12 hours. there's four days of it, we're, we're thinking uh, we're, we're going to do what we did. We wanted to do last time was we're just going to do the FXM podcast from the Tokyo Game Show floor at the Square Enix booth, if we're allowed. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't do that. Well, they'll be speaking Japanese to us. They'll be like, huh? <laughs> Yeah, you, no. you can't do that here. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Say again? <laughs> Come again. You should uh, again? display your, your uh, Japanese, Kyle. Oh, yeah. Lauren uh, was... Diddy mouth. What? <laughs> Lauren was uh, teaching uh, me some Japanese so I could actually call a Japanese hotel to book a room, oh, yeah. which was exceedingly hard because, you know, they speak Japanese and I don't. And one, one of the times, Kyle was just like, hi, um, do you speak English? And they just hung up. Yeah, basically. <laughs> that was because you recommended it. I already knew what to say. So, Lauren taught me how to say, I'm Canadian, do you speak English? Which is, Canada jean des, ego wa ka? And it actually worked. It was oh, awesome. Really? Thanks, Lauren. Woo. Yeah, and they're like, oh, yes. Hi. <laughs> and I was like, hi, you speak English? They're like, yes. You want room? And I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> well, do the, want the, fir- the first one we spoke to, you didn't understand uh, 19. Yeah, I was trying to tell them the dates, and it was like 19, and September 19 to September 28. And they're like, you want a 19 room? Like, no, no, no. <laughs> no. Okay, so uh, this is a wrap on this episode of the FXN Final Fantasy podcast. Jamie, Daryl, David, would you like to say goodbye? Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. I'll see you from Japan. I'm Kyle saying goodbye. This has been a Gaming Union production.
Uh, some site show updates real quick. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Union is rocking the sh- it is going really well. <laughs> you mean rocking the show? Whoa. <laughs> it's rocking the show. Okay, I'll say it again. KHU is rocking the show. <laughs> and again. And again. <laughs> I'll leave it in. I'll leave it in. Oh, maybe not. Actually, I will do that again. I won't say the podcast. <laughs> it's rocking the show. <laughs> okay. Some site. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's the dog <laughs> and the squirrel. Welcome to the dog and squirrel cast. That squirrel's just hanging on the fence. Can like you what? hear that dog, David? No. I can hear it loud and clear. <laughs> oh, it's definitely going to pick up. Okay, oh, well, we'll wing it. Some site shows. Some site and show updates, real quick. Kingdom Hearts Union is going fantastic. And yes, that's a dog you can hear in the background. Just ignore that. <laughs> so side. It will be maimed shortly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Kingdom Hearts Union, we just released our latest episode, which was a special episode. We interviewed uh, voice actor Richard Epcar. He's on the show. He's the voice of Ansem in Kingdom Hearts 2, Kingdom Hearts Rechain of Memories, and Kingdom Hearts 358 over two days. And we asked him all about those games and Birth by Sleep and all sorts of fun stuff. And so check it out. Sweet. 